Cool. Thank you very much for joining me once again. My name is Sakina Ishibani, and this is your favorite podcast of all time, Sakina Speaks. Now, I'm not alone. This is the second episode of Lockdown Chats, and I have with me three amazing <coughs> gentlemen who are going to be telling you about what exactly it means to be a creative with no support. Okay, that was a bad intro because that didn't make sense. Yeah, that was question. That. Yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> you have such a radio voice. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. Thank you. That's actually nice. Thank you. The voice part is nice. The voice part, wow. (laughs) Guys, yo, please, guys, I need to be serious. Welcome back to Sakina Speaks. My name is Sakina Ishibani and this is the second episode of Lockdown Chats. Now we gave you fire last week with Rudy Samuel and today I'm back with him again and two other gentlemen who are going to be telling you or rather discussing with me whether uh, African youth are really united. Now I know you are dying to hear what that is so stay tuned right here on your favorite podcast of all time. Gentlemen, please do introduce yourselves. All right. Um, what's up, guys? My name is Manuel Vey, and I live my best life. That's what I do for a living. But um, apart from that, I'm very into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm passionate about people, passionate about helping people, um, inspiring them and learning from them. Yeah. As well as passionate about creating content, content that will change the world. Mm, so that is me and that's what i do okay, yeah yeah this is your boy really samuel um <laughs> last episode yes. you know uh youtuber entrepreneur mm-hmm. student drama mc you name it the and works. i just love living my best life too with my boys i love seeing my boys succeed i love to succeed family mm-hmm. orientated and jesus christ is the center of my life you know this story and last but never the least uh you know the vibes. Um, <laughs> first of all, I cannot beat your introduction, Sakina, because that was wow. Oh, I was man. Like, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Get it. Oh, what? Yes. Anyways, my name is Ran Shremazani. I'm a people's person. I am a believer, of course. Mm-hmm. And I have an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. And I live by the motto of love yours, mind yours, and better yours. Okay. Um, it's easier to change the world when you are helping the people around you that mm-hmm. are yours mm-hmm. and from them they're going to help others and that's how it goes on so i believe in that effectivity mm. all <laughs> right so uh, we can hear that you guys are definitely phenomenal young men who are doing the most in your communities and your society that's that's quite interesting so you guys are friends and i take it uh that you business partners as well now tell me how how that dynamic works how do you balance the the friendship side the fun side um with the business side the serious side. Can I go first? Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to the three of us in particular, because there is a big group, mm-hmm. when it comes to the three of us in particular, um, when it's time to work, we work so hard. Okay. You know, we, we sometimes we go at it with each other. We know we can, can have arguments. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, the best result, the best outcome comes out. And then when it's time to play, we play hard. Some play harder than others, but we play hard. <laughs> we have fun. We, we, we laugh a lot. We tease each other. We... You know, we just make it work, man, because Definitely. we have one common goal of just 
helping one another succeed. I think mm-hmm. for me, that's what I have to say about the three of us in particular. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I'll go next. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that we have for each other is respect. And Very regardless important. of what situation we're in, we, we understand that there's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. And when we're having fun, it's, it's about having fun, but not having fun to a point where you sort of lose yourself. I don't know, lose lose yourself. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. And when it's time for when it's time for business, it's not always strictly business because mm-hmm. I'm sure like through the conversations that you've heard were you need the not that exactly. You know, mm-hmm. like we, we like to laugh. We're very energetic and bubbly people, but we understand that okay, if a job needs to get done, then let's get the job done. But let's get the job done while having fun, I guess. That's what I think. Okay, that's a yeah, great it, philosophy. It, 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 to live by basically yeah yeah it's pretty much the same with what everybody said Erudian Emmanuel mm-hmm. when we work and we work and we have fun while doing so and mm-hmm. one thing that we we really do is we keep each other accountable mm-hmm. uh, accountability is very important especially when it comes to business exactly. besides being friends mm-hmm. and like Rudy also mentioned there are times where we go at each other we'll be like dude here you're slacking or dude mm-hmm. here you need to pull up your socks or mm-hmm. this is mediocre work you need to do this and mm-hmm. The best part that I love about it or what I like really about my friends in this is that we don't keep things at heart. If something yeah. is bothering you, you say it right there, but there's a man of how you say it, of course, mm-hmm. like also Emmanuel said. So we keep a good balance, eh? Have yeah. fun while doing so, but respect is very important and knowing how to, to say what and when. Oh, that's, that's yeah, and we also moment. like to remind each other about the amount of success we need to get here. Yeah. Just to add. Um, yeah. Sorry, but before you continue, mm-hmm. I think just to add on, so there's there's levels of seriousness and fun between the three of us. Yeah, Rams is definitely the most serious. Wow, and that's ironic. Sorry, <laughs> I'm definitely the least serious, but mm-hmm. you know we get the job done. <laughs> mm-hmm. And really, is cool guy. like the in between. You know, okay. really is the one holding us together. Now so, we see there's this yeah. good synergy here. <laughs> Yeah, and it works perfectly just like that. Shout out to my boys. <laughs> you know the vibes. So now, I can see that the energy, the synergy, it's it's here, it's there. Now the question is, amongst us generally as African youths, is there really like solidarity? Do we really support each other? I can say yes, I know. The world is not a perfect place. Mm-hmm. And already with the division that our countries have created mm-hmm. um, or what's happening in the world mm-hmm. um, what's happening in our continent for example um, when you look at things like civil war or xenophobia yeah these are these are creating separation between nations of the same continent mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, that makes it hard for Africans to sort of love other Africans True. and I don't think unity can exist without love absolutely um, correct yeah But I do think that there are a group of certain individuals that are aspiring or putting in the effort to unite their peers. And I'll give an example. The three of us, we're very, we're family orientated. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody around us, we love and we want to, to get the best out of them. Mm -hmm. And we try to involve them in almost everything we do just to show that, I have your back yeah. the same way I want you to have my back. Mm-hmm. So there are individuals that are trying to, to unite young Africans and I, I praise them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's a, 
it's a yes and a no from me. That's where I am right now. Okay. I, I, I totally feel you. At the same time, I look at it from a point of view of if we were actually united before, but at the same time, I don't know, maybe we're saying the same thing, maybe we're saying it differently, but let me just let me just say this. Um, if we were united, I don't think we would have had xenophobia. Um, I don't think we would have had this whole civil these uh, um, civil wars, etc. If we understood that even though we've been separated by borders, um, which were not even our own idea or our own choice, then maybe we would have not had this in the first place. So I, I get what you I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, um, like he said, you know, uh, the three of us do try, you know, with each other with our own friends and with our own families. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's getting better, if I'm being honest. No, I, I um, I'm yeah, seeing a I lot of pages it. on Instagram. For example, mm -hmm. Voice of Congo is doing a madness for Congolese yep, people. There's another is. page I just got to, to meet recently called Congo in SA. They're trying to oh, put yeah, yeah, Congolese yeah. people, you know, on the map. Mm -hmm. I think Rams and I got a um, kind of a, a mention. I think Emmanuel yes, Ziet. Yeah, yes, Emmanuel Ziet to get his. <laughs> But you know, something like that, you know, they, they, they're the best they're really, for lost. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's, it's, it's amazing to see that because I don't know who's behind that account. Yeah. But they see our work and they think we're, you know, worthy enough of mm -hmm. getting a, a kind of a shout out. Um, I think it also goes back to maybe parents, maybe some parents back in the day grew up a specific way yeah. and then they passed the, the kind of experiences to the kids. And then the kids also maybe don't know how to support. I think people are, are scared to support or scared to, um, you know, help someone else do well because they don't want them to do better. They just yeah. want them to do well, but not better than them. Mm -hmm. I think that could play a part in maybe the lack of unity between Africans. I don't know where it comes from. I look at Jewish people, Muslim people, Indian you. people. Those guys support each other like no other. Right. And I mm -hmm. think... You know, if, if we as Africans can really pull through and do the same thing, bro, we'd be unstoppable. Exactly. Especially Congolese people. I know Nigerians are doing well right Nigerians, now. Nigerians, guys. Supporting each other, would, yeah. If I was not yeah, Congolese, seriously. I would be Nigerian. Just saying. <laughs> like, they're just doing the absolute you know? most. Yeah. I just... I'm, exactly. I'm so in love with how 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 patriotic they are like how it doesn't matter how many times yeah. you say they do 419 or the drug dealers or whatever they love their country and they they yeah that's true where they come from you know yeah and they wear yeah. and i think with us yeah sorry to cut you off no i think problem, with us no congolese problem. people there's like a new wave now like you know everyone's putting the congolese flag yeah everyone is you know team 243 right? you know bana congo all of these things and I think it's good to see. I mean, I, I've never been True. to Congo before, but, you know, same, I feel same, so same. connected to the Congo, you mm -hmm. know, through my family and my friends mm -hmm. who have been there. So, yeah, I think that's where I stand right now with regards to unity. It's getting better, mm -hmm. but it's not where it's supposed to be. Absolutely, absolutely agree there. Just before um, Rams puts in his idea, I just want to say, like, I, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I just love the, the, the new wave. I love how we're now wearing, well, we, we're basically showing our nationality to everybody and we're showing that we're proud of it. I just hope yeah. it's not it's not just a fashion trend. It's not just because Fali is yeah. getting more uh, views, you know, in the international markets or because that Jew is famous and he's now singing with, you know, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I hope it's not a, it's not a thing because yeah. being, being African in general has become a fashion trend it, it's not because we understand the struggles yeah. or because we are we are more in tune or more more like rooted in our culture and understanding of who we are but but just because it's cool now you mm -hmm. know
I think we need more Africans to be on that platform as well in, in everything that we're doing, sports, yeah. content creation, whatever. Definitely. I think the more Congolese people that are doing a madness, mm-hmm. the better. And I think me and my boys are on our way. You're well on your way. <laughs> you know the vibes. <laughs> You're well on your way. I don't even know where to start with this. Eh? But one thing for sure is one can only give the best answer, especially uh, to how they've been exposed to certain things, experience yeah, all these bits, you know. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to such thing, I will give my answer according to what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'll touch up on other things. And I'll go in line with what Emmanuel said, uh, that there is a 50-50 percentage that's happening yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So you find that there are people who are doing wonders and people are doing beautiful and supporting the black community. And mm-hmm. you find the people that aren't, that are still much attached to the to the European culture, the American yeah. culture and whatnot, mm-hmm. you see. And realizing that is, you also think of the xenophobic thing that happens around the world, like you mentioned, yeah. and tribalism and whatnot, and all yep. these things that happens in Africa. Mm-hmm. And you get to see that it's not something that has started now. It is True. something that has been passed on from generations to generations, mm-hmm. from the moments yeah. of colonialism, <laughs> yeah. you see. Yeah. And right now, I'll... I highly also support what Rudy said in the fact that Africa is moving and we are progressing. Slowly but surely, we are getting out of that mentality of saying, hey, the American ways are beautiful or the European ways are the best. Yeah, We're yeah, starting yeah. to embrace our African, our Africanness, Prince. if I should say. Yeah. Yeah. We're starting to yeah. embrace our music. We're starting mm-hmm. to love our people. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, you see that the mentality is changing and yeah. <laughs> the narratives are changing. Africa is, we're getting there on the top charts. Like we definitely be getting down the top chart. Things are changing, if I should say. Things mm. are changing, and it's becoming for the best. And one thing also we need to remember is we'll never have a perfect world. Even the European, definitely. the Americans themselves, they don't have mm. a perfect world. <clears throat> we can't say that a hey, Africa is not united because mm-hmm. a minority of individuals are doing xenophobic yeah. attacks. Okay, because yes. a minority mm-hmm. of individuals are bombing other countries or saying mm-hmm. this about these specific people. Mm-hmm. There will always be a space or a gap in between the of certain people and certain people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a religious man. Yeah. Christ came to save the world, but not everybody believed in Christ. Yep. From my perspective. Yeah. Mm. So that's right. just to tell you that we're not going to get everything right. Mm-hmm. But where we are going with this is beautiful. And we need to, like Rudy said, empower people, empower more people to do Absolutely. more things. Absolutely. And speak more about Africa and all this. That's what Sakina Speaks is all about, Um, giving people a voice. Yes, Emmanuel. I think something else that we um, young Africans struggle with Mm -hmm. is the desire to be better than the other. And this desire comes from, it stems from somewhere. You know, we see it in movies. We see it from our parents. Mm -hmm. We see how they, you know, how they act. And, And one of my favorite quotes of all time is the upliftment of someone else does not mean your downfall. And we as young Africans need Mm, to mm, understand mm. that. Mm. We really need to understand that. Absolutely. That's true. And also, just to add on what Emmanuel said, would you guys then not agree that this this mentality that we have comes from home, in the sense, hear me out. It does. It really does. I believe it comes from everyone's home, literally. There's no exclusion. Our parents always want us to do better than them already mm-hmm. yeah. as a That's child with competition yeah. with your mm-hmm. parents. With your parents, yeah. The other, you're going you're gonna to do more than I did. You're going to do more. Anyway, it is a good thing that they're doing. They're trying to empower their kids to mm-hmm. do better. 
but already <laughs> in your mind, subconsciously, you're in competition or something. Yeah. And yeah, when you go out there, you see your you see your friend doing better or you see your friend yeah. doing mm. something instead of supporting, but already you grow a mentality, ah, oh, I need to do better than this guy did, you know? <laughs> but that's why I don't blame that's people. That's so deep. I, I just have a different perspective of, of judging people's behavior and people's characters. Like, I I firmly believe and understand the idea, the, the psychology behind people living the rest of their lives based on the first seven years of their lives. Just like you said, from when you were in grade one, grade two, your parents were always pushing you, man, you must be better than me. You must be first in the class. You must do this. You must do that. It's scientifically proven that you live yeah. the rest of your life based on the first seven years. All that you learned, all that you experienced, you saw, that is you. So the rest of your life, you're living in uh, uh, autopilot of what you've learned in those oh, first few years. It's actually really deep. Mm. So mm-hmm. when people are I didn't know that. <laughs> at that age, when people are molested or, you know, the works... I don't blame them for doing the same thing. For I, I know there's spirits involved, and you know there's a there's a whole a whole thing behind it. But I I don't I look at it from a different side. And so if you see Africans behaving like this, you don't blame them because this is all that this person knows, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we look at it from that side, from like a point of view where we're trying to remedy the situation instead of. Oh, black people just don't want to support each other. They just, we just hate each. This is, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So can I ask a question? Yeah, go, go for it. So because um, Rams brought a very good point about um, our upbringing and then you backed it up with some lovely facts about, I think, psychology and, you know, the first seven years, et cetera, et cetera. So are we saying that the problem probably won't be fixed with us? But if we then make our kids grow up in that area or in that era of, yo, your success is your success and it doesn't mean you must compete with your neighbor but rather uplift your neighbor to do even better than you and them doing better than you is not anything negative so are we saying that this situation that we're facing right now won't get fixed now and there's a high chance or rather it's up to us now as future parents to then fix the next generation so that going forward there's more unity. I don't know if I'm making sense. Exactly. Yeah, you're making sense. That's exactly yeah. the point. I, I believe so. So we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. yeah. Just to add on to what Rudy said, um, I fully agree with that. And I think we as the next generation, mm-hmm. um, next generation parents, we need to create a safe space for our kids. True. And mm-hmm. we need to create that space by showing them more support, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of their decisions. Um, yeah. One thing that, that a lot of parents don't understand is that when you, when you raise your voice at someone, when you shout at someone, mm-hmm. they tend to completely cut off. You know, yeah. like they, they go blank. And what you're saying is literally going to one ear mm. and exiting straight through the other ear. Yeah. And it needs to be more of a, I want to be able to have a conversation with my father or my mother when something happens. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to to go to them when I don't feel safe in a certain environment or mm-hmm. when I don't feel like I'm enough somewhere. And we are the ones that are going to teach our children to do that. So it's yeah. up to us, just like Rudy said, mm. um, yeah, to true. do that for our kids. One thing for sure also is all that can only be accomplished with people's mentality changing. Seeing the young adults, the young ones even around around us we need to show them difference okay 
as much as like Emmanuel said, our parents need to support us, but at times they know best through experience. They, they know that what this boy is saying is going to lead him to that. Yeah. And if he's not careful, we may lose him. And that's why at times they toughen up. It's like with the whole feminism thing, I hope I don't get like bashed. I don't want to get killed, but <laughs> at least I'm, I'm confined in <laughs> my house, <laughs> right? <laughs> with the whole feminism thing, I realized that with feminism, we're fighting a battle. Like, you know, with the whole men are trash movement, I didn't understand it. I was one of those girls who were like, mm-hmm. my dad is not trash. My brother's not trash, whatever. But it undermined what, that, the, what, what the founder or the founders of the movement were trying to do, which was to make you guys that are not trash uncomfortable to the point where you either sit your brother who is trash down and tell him, yo, fix your life because I don't want to be, you know, associated with your mess or you that are trash, just stop your nonsense, right? And so I, f- I understood that yeah. clearly the way it failed just shows us that it's not up to us to be fighting with the ones that are already spoiled. I'm not going to, you know, no offense, but it's up to us to now make sure that the <laughs> next generation doesn't turn out that way because it will only be in their society where this, the, the possibility of this being something of the past is, is a real thing. Yeah, I agree. I have Very a box on this. Yes. <laughs> but for this to happen in the next generation, mm-hmm. the ones you call spoiled right yes. now, are the ones that needs to be fixed because they're the ones passing it on. If already they're still in this mindset mm-hmm. going to the next generation, then the next tomato will be spoiled. Okay, that's a valid So this tomato needs to be taken care of because if one tomato rots in a basket, yes. it contaminates everything else. Mm-hmm. So it needs to start with this. <laughs> as much as we say the next generation but yeah hey it starts at home um that's true can i can i just add on to something mm-hmm. I, I i was having a conversation with a friend yesterday mm-hmm. and she asked me questions regarding men you know yeah. do men have a, a safe space to share their emotions mm. um are men comfortable with sharing their you know how they feel mm-hmm. and i think us as men we're going to need to start creating safe spaces for our brothers, you know, um, Mm -hmm. to do better because when they do better and I'll give an example by a father, just being there for his child. Yeah. He's in ours, in our world right now, he's already done better. You know, now we're trying to get them to a point where they're not just there for their children, but they teach them valuable lessons Mm -hmm. because if, we can fix that, then the cycle or the attitude that the next generation will have will be completely different. One of the most important things that the world doesn't realize is we survive better on love. We will always Mm -hmm. work better on love. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to preach. We need to preach love. Um, We need to show all these old men, all these youthful men that mm-hmm. love is okay. It's okay to love. It's okay to be loved as well. Mm-hmm. And I it's think okay like to love show to love. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And just to that's add to definitely that as well, true. Eh? Can I also uh, jump? Yeah. yeah. Let me go. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Um, when Emmanuel spoke about no, love and how the world works better with regards to love and stuff. If we then take it back to the topic at hand and Africans, young Africans being united, mm-hmm. if we can just all love one another and work Absolutely. together, you know, it like, sounds very, we are the world-ish, it sounds very cliche, 
but it's fact. If we just love one another, mm. love our origins, love our country, love the continent, yeah, bro, madness. We're gonna just honestly I'm perform wonders. Exactly. Seriously, yeah. Already, already, the continent is so powerful. Everything that is needed to create everything out there is coming from Africa. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. It is already true. so powerful. But that's why you see now, in a way, slavery has stopped in a physical way, but it has carried on in a mental way. Thank you. Somebody you'll see finally that, said it. You, <laughs> you'll see, yeah, you'll see that... You see that the great Gaddafi, who had an idea to make an African currency like US dollars, like mm-hmm. Great Britain pound, the moment an African leader comes with a brilliant idea, he, he has to be killed. Yeah. And that's to tell you that Africa is not yet free. They mm. say it's mm-hmm. free, according yeah. to what's happening. But mentally-wise, it's not as free. But all this can also be accomplished through love if we could all stand together. Ubuntu, like in South Africa, yeah. say, mm-hmm. then it's possible, mm-hmm. right? And also, mm-hmm. yeah. to touch on what Emmanuel said, I just really wanted to add on something is these stereotypes about men need to change. If we want a better world, the same way we allow the female to express how they feel, we say, no, it's okay. She's a lady. She needs to express how she feels. Mm-hmm. The stereotypes about the man needs to change. Mm. Yeah, stereotypes like yeah. men can't cry, men can't be too yeah. emotional, and yeah. men's gotta be tough. You guys shut the. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to bring you guys back for that episode. Eh? <laughs> Seems like we're onto something. Because, yeah, because <laughs> you gotta let the person express how they feel in mm. order to help them. Guys, mm-hmm. you have. So said, yeah, that's my point. You've said all that i wanted to hear and then some you have definitely schooled all of us who are listening thank you so much for joining me on today's episode it has been lovely you've literally answered all my questions like before i could ask them but hey anyway um <laughs> thank you um, you know the vibes <laughs> beautiful so thank think, you for having us i think we're gonna be coming we're gonna be coming back with, with some more content i don't know what you guys think please do let me know what you think on my instagram page that is sakina speaks underscore s-a-k K-I-N-A-S-P-E-A-K-S underscore. Just hit me up on my email address. Sakina Speaks Wait, at what were you spelling? Com. Oh my, my goodness. Instagram Rance, handle. You already follow me. Quiet. <laughs> oh. I was flowing. Oh. No, like, no Mark, the thing is, the network was bad. So I couldn't hear. You come well. Oh my gosh. Okay. My bad. All right. So from the guys and from me, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a lovely one and we will speak to you next time. So remember, in order for us to be united, all we need is love. Preach love, be loved and do love. Sakina has spoken.